wish I could rewind time Watch you back in my room like I do with a movie Broke my heart and mind so many times Now you can see right through me And when I fell down you were never around Now you need me, oh you need me now please Wish I could rewind time Watch you back in my room like I do with a Welcome to the Everything Project, where if you're anything like Aaron and I, you uh, suffer with discouragement, anxiety, long nights, sleepless nights, and uh, we're here to create an environment where we we talk about it. You know, um, it's important to talk about it. Just just have a conversation of what is. What's on our minds? How can we resolve it? How can we adapt to uh, an ever-changing battle with discouragement and depression and anxiety? Because it makes uh, those all make life so hard. And words are powerful. So is music. And you know, okay, that's what we're here to do. Yeah, that's <laughs> what we're here to do. We're here to talk. And if you're listening. Go talk to your friends. Bring up a conversation about it. Because here we just like talking about what's on our minds and hopefully someone listens to it and they're just like, yeah, I'm going to go talk to my friend now and <laughs> kind of let your let your mind be free. In a sense, when you're discouraged, depressed, sometimes your mind feels trapped and talking about it can let it free. I was thinking about something today. We are born, we live, and then we die, right? And, and in essence, I'm, I'm bringing up the, uh, the plan of salvation. We lived with God, we came here to earth, and then we go back to God. There's, there's a whole much more to the plan of salvation. Um, we give answers to where we came from, why we're here, and where we're going. Right. Mm-hmm. Something that I found super interesting about the plan of salvation was, isn't it interesting how we have our agency in almost every single regard? Well, not almost every single regard. In every single regard, we have our agency Except for one thing, we cannot go back in time. We don't have the agency to go backwards in time. We only have the ability to keep going forward in time. Now, isn't that interesting how God made it that way? Like, a lot of times we think to ourselves, oh, we made a mistake. I wish I could just go back in time and change it. Oh, no, that's not how God... That's not how God let, lets it work. <laughs> you got to go forward. You got to go straight. So I just I just think that that's so, so interesting. Because sometimes we wish that we could rewind and just do things over. But you just can't. You got to live with what happened. And, and you got to just move forward. And I just thought that, that was something that was super interesting. Because um, what's been on my mind lately is, is living with what's happening and moving forward, whether regardless of how depressed or how discouraged you are, how much you wish that you could just kind of go back in time and 
change that one thing that made life hard that day, but you can't. You have to just keep on moving forward. It's kind of, it's it's interesting. Um, I call this the Layman and Lemuel lesson. And it's it's not something super special or anything. It's just something that as I as I've been reading um, just in my studies uh, about Laman and Lemuel, you know, it's it's the beginning of the Book of Mormon, and yes, it's in the Book of Mormon, which is read by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, and anyone who wants to read it, really, it applies to everyone. It's a it's a lesson that applies to everyone in in life in in almost every decision that we make. Um, anyways, I call it the Laman and Lemuel lesson. Just something that I was thinking about as I was reading. I find when I'm reading the beginning of the book of Mormon and it's talking about, talking about Lehi and, um, Nephi, Laman, Lemuel, uh, Sam, Joseph, and all of them going into the wilderness. I find myself 90% of the time relating more with Laman and Lemuel than I do with Nephi. Because I think about like, well, we like to say that, oh yeah, we would be a Nephi. We'd go and do the things that the Lord commands. We go forth, not knowing beforehand what we are to do. We go forth (laughs) in faith. Like, I'm not saying that I wouldn't do that, but I'm not saying that it's weird that Laman and Lemuel needed a little bit of convincing for it. Because I think I'd be kind of weirded out if my... Uh, family came to me and my dad just said, Hey, we're going into the wilderness. I'm like, really? Okay. You just want to go ahead and leave (laughs) all of this. Okay. Let's go ahead and do it. But here's the thing is that Laman and Lemuel, they did it. They did it. They left. They just complained about it first, which (laughs) I think would be like 90% of us being just like, you want us to just pick up and go, you know, (laughs) like, I don't think that that's a weird thing. Um, I just think that 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 was a total human response from them. They just complained about it first. And so I find myself relating to that a lot more where I'm like, well, I I complain about quite a bit of stuff. And, you know, I think about uh, they did as they were told. They complained about it first. But I found it very interesting what they complained about and what they didn't complain about. Because when they travel into the wilderness, Lehi then comes to... Nephi and tells him, I need you and your brothers, Laman and Lemuel to go back and get the gold plates from Laban and Laman and Lemuel. When they're told this, they just, they're just like, no, uh, -uh. (laughs) I don't want to. This is dad's foolish. His dreams are foolish. Those visions are foolish. Like, why would we do this? And then there is the total real fear of Laban totally has the power to kill us. Why are we going to put ourselves in a situation that's almost like, that's pretty much certain death, you know, and being thrown out of Laban's place when Laban gets up and he's like, get out, you're a thief and a robber and I want you out of here or whatever. And them escaping with their lives. That's the lucky part. I think about how they, when they went and go, when ah, I'm getting tongue tied, I'm thinking about when they went to go get the plates, they were like, no, we don't want to do it. But they, they go and Laman and Lemuel, they try, they can't do it. Nephi goes, we know the story, finds Laban to get the gold plates. And uh, they head back and they rejoice in the return uh, of their sons. And then some scriptures later, Lehi comes back and says, 
Hey, Nephi, Laban, and Lemuel, I need you to go back to Jerusalem. But this time it's not for any gold plates. This time you're going to get a wife. And Laban and Lemuel are just like, they ain't griping about this one. <laughs> They're just like, a wife? Yeah, dad, I can go. Totally. <laughs> like, that sounds awesome. Again, I think that's a total human response because if I was told, go get some gold plates and then go get a wife, I would probably respond to getting a wife a little bit more pleasantly <laughs> than going and getting plates. Like, I, 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 I to what I'm saying is that I totally understand the response. But this also shows where Laman and Lemuel's priorities were and what they thought was a burden. When they were asked, go do something in order for the progression of God, in order for the gospel to come forward, I need you to go and do this. It was a burden on them. Now, to be fair, Laman and Lemuel where again they were thinking like dad's gone crazy so this whole endeavor of go get this book to them just might just sound crazy but you see the difference between nephi and laman and lemuel nephi has faith which if you're going to believe in something of this magnitude of divine intervention in our lives it does take faith like 100 percent, it takes faith and so that's what it took for nephi and that and laman and lemuel that's what I totally think that Laman and Lemuel could do it if they had that level of faith, obviously, but they didn't. And so their priorities were go get plates to help bring forth the gospel. That's a burden on us. Go get a wife. Well, that is good for me because I get a wife and I get to start a family. Uh, their priorities were that the gospel was a burden and Getting a wife was great because it satisfies what I want. And I just think that that is super interesting that Laman and Lemuel, where it all starts with their with their doubt in their father and their hatred of Nephi being a leader, um, it all starts with the gospel is a burden to me to go all the way back and get these plates. I'll go back and get a wife. <laughs> but I won't go back to help bring forth the gospel. And again, they did go and they got those gold plates, but it was a burden for them and it was hard for them. And so I think that that's an interesting lesson learned how in our lives we can be so burdened down by things that we just can't control, things that are asked of us, but we just really don't want to do them. And so we let it uh, become a burden to us and then it ends up biting us in the long run. And it ends up just like how Laman and Lemuel got bitter towards Nephi and Lehi and Sam and all those who followed Lehi and they got bitter. We can become bitter just because, well, we don't want to. And it's not in our <laughs> situation. It's not in our best interest to go and do this. And so we get bitter and upset. And so I just thought that that was super interesting how... For, for Laman and Lemuel, it all starts with them not understanding what really, really matters in the situation. They had a misunderstanding of what was the most important thing for them. Not to have temporary happiness, but to have long-term happiness. They, they didn't quite pick that up. That going and getting the book, the Golden Plates, would bring long-term happiness. They couldn't see down the road. What was the difference between Laman and Lemuel and Nephi? 
Well, whenever Lehi said something, Nephi would go and pray about it and receive confirmation that it was true. I'm not thinking that Laman and Lemuel did any of that. They just like heard that and they were just like, no, dad, you're crazy. Yeah. Or they just blindly followed him and just went for it. Yeah. Well, I, th- I found it interesting that you brought up that uh, Laman and Lemuel, they they just viewed it as a burden. And I think that's a big uh, aspect to it, that their attitude towards their trying to get, um, like their their reaction, their reaction, their attitude towards it was just was bad um there's a scripture that kind of talks about this also in the book of mormon um it is uh moroni 7 um i'll just read uh the the verse 8 for you for behold if a man being evil giveth a gift he doeth it grudgingly wherefore it is counted unto him the same as if he had retained the gift wherefore he is counted evil before god uh i think that's just a interesting parallel that um if a person gives a gift and they do it in a bad attitude it's like the benefit the spiritual benefit of giving a gift to somebody Mm. that uplifting feeling is is gone so kind of feel it kind of like how layman and lemuel they gave the gift of their father of being willing and going to get the plates right but they did it begrudgingly yeah, their attitude was bad. Yeah, yeah. And and it's okay to have a bad attitude, like if someone asks you to do something. But if but you let it consume time, you... Yeah, that's the problem. That's Right, really, and, yeah. and, and that's that's something that I learned from Laman and Lemuel. They, they, they almost developed this tunnel vision on them, right? They let the hatred for Nephi's leadership, they let the idea of their dad being crazy and not wanting to follow their dad, they let that consume them, that they created this tunnel vision to where they didn't allow anything else. Um, Like, they saw angels, right? Yeah. And they, they saw wonderful, great things. And they they were definitely received confirmation that Nephi was chosen to be a leader. Right. And they saw all these great things, but they were so consumed with hatred towards Nephi and hatred towards their father that they created this tunnel vision that they didn't let anything else come in. And I think that's what we fall victim to. Cause I, I feel like I fall victim to this. We fall victim to this a lot when we're discouraged, when we're depressed and we, we, we create almost this tunnel vision of my life sucks. The cards that I have suck my work sucks. Like everything sucks and it's dark. And you just create this tunnel vision that you're just, what great things could come from us just being like, okay, it does suck. <laughs> like the battles that we face are hard and difficult. We're expected to do some pretty extraordinary things here on earth. Go get a job, provide for your family. Um, love, love, every, like love your family. Be honest with your fellow men. Like there, these are some tall orders. But some, when you're discouraged and when you're depressed, and you've created this tunnel vision for yourself, that's so hard to go from tunnel vision to broadening your horizons to be be more happy. Yeah. And if it takes you to go out and do something and kind of like force yourself to hang out with your friends or force yourself to do fun things like physically, even though you hate it, (laughs) 
try it because I have been there. I have, I have forced myself to say yes to plans that I knew I would hate, but I knew I needed it in order to kind of break through this tunnel vision. Get your friends involved. Get your family involved. They're there to help you. They love you. And the, the saddest part is with this tunnel vision is that this tunnel vision really highlights short-term happiness. Because you can't see the long term when you have tunnel vision. When you have tunnel vision, you only see what's in front of you and tunnels are dark. So you only see like maybe like what, 10 yards of clearance or vision, Mm -hmm. you know? And uh, so you only see what could satisfy short term happiness. But the, the, the most devastating about that is that when you have short term happiness, it will almost sacrifice long-term happiness because typically satisfying short-term happiness is usually more of a carnal minded thing of where you're doing stuff to just bring you temporary happiness, but nothing that's actually solid. Right. It's very carnal, very, very surface level, lazy thinking of what can bring happiness instead of, what do I need to do? Do I need to save money now? Work on this? Do I like open up, open up a savings fund or mm-hmm. whatever? Like, uh, what can I do to get the, get the car that I want, get the house that I want? Maybe go to the gym, work out, clean yourself up a little bit, go yeah. get a spouse, you know, <laughs> like what do I need to do to actually get some long-term happiness? That is such a great, great point. Yeah. Wow, dude. These shorter episodes are going by super fast. But you know what? Like, I think it's great. It makes things more impactful and more fun and exciting. Anything else that you want to end with, man? Yeah, well, um, I just, I had an experience one time. I was in seminary, which is kind of like we were talking about this story. And the teacher in this um, class, he had a tube and he was putting... Um, the ball, like tennis balls through the tube um, and he was holding it up so that the um, the balls would would come out and he's like Kay. if you put it in the bottom but you don't keep putting them in they just keep falling out the bottom but if you keep putting balls in the, the tennis balls in the bottom of the tube even though you don't see the effect of those tennis balls um, they build up over time, and they uh-huh. build themselves up through the tube, and eventually, you'll see them coming out through the top of the tube, right? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the the how how it relates to this is that if you just keep putting in the long term things, the small things you do need to do every single day, you know, having that good attitude, um, then eventually, at the once they build up over time. They will have a long, longer-lasting happiness, um, and and they mean more because they've taken more work, they've taken more effort to build up, um, and you appreciate them. So, dude, I love that. I that's really good to hear because I struggle with one of my biggest fears is that I will not give up my things for short-term happiness and then I end up sacrificing my long-term happiness you know you got to make sacrifices for what you love or what you love becomes a sacrifice right and I'm terrified that I don't break bad habits in order to reach my full potential like I think I've talked about that before but that's just what that made me think of because it's true I can't 
it's hard for me sometimes and it's hard for a lot of people because we don't fully get to see the fruits of our labor especially when it comes to things of like okay i'm just gonna do something and i am just going to hope that it's gonna pay off in the future you don't have that hard evidence that it's gonna pay off you're doing it off of a hope that if i start a savings fund today maybe in a couple of years I'll, I'll have, have a I'll have all this money that like I'll have the money that I want to go fulfill my dreams. Right. You have a hope there, but I'm sure plenty of people had hope and then the Great Depression hit and then pff, there went everything. Don't have tunnel vision. Don't do a don't don't be like Clayman and Lemuel with your <laughs> tunnel vision that you see all these great things, but you don't let any of it affect you because you're just so mad and just so discouraged. Do your best to break through it. Go talk to a friend, go do something fun and exciting. Force yourself to do it if that's what it takes to break through the tunnel vision that's been created from discouragement, depression. Yeah. Let's try our best to be happy. Yes. <laughs> All right, man. I think that that's I think that's good for this episode. Peace out, everyone. See you later. Cause you're a sky, cause you're a sky full of stars. I'm gonna give you my heart Cause you're a sky, cause you're a sky